star of the cult classic John dies in the end. Nobody dies in the end of this podcast. Rob Mays on the Music Universe podcast today. Hello, Matt. How are you doing, brother? I'm good. It's good to be back behind a microphone. Rob Mays, best known as John from John Dies in the End. Mm-hmm. and uh, But he's done a whole slew. I mean, everything from music to Hallmark movies. I mean, and now a podcast that is almost like the podcast version of Nashville. Yeah. Those of you that know, we were obsessed with Nashville at the Music Universe when that was on the air. So uh, this was a really fun and really wide sweeping chat about everything in his career. Yeah, and those who don't know, you know, he he also was uh, on the client list with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, Frequency nine zero two one zero, Deep Blue Sea two, uh, one of my mom's favorite shows, The mi- Mistresses. Yeah, all, so all kinds of stuff, and he's uh, yeah. the, the new uh, podcast we're going to discuss. Uh, is executive produced and co-stars Miranda Lambert uh, with songwriter Scarlett Burke and Jingle Jared. Also, Dennis Quaid, Billy Bob Thornton, Craig Robinson from The Office. That's what she said. And radio hold up, host hold Bobby up, hold, Bones. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Some guy's name is Jingle. That's what it says, Jingle Jared. That uh, that can't be, that has to be a stage name, right? I I, I presume. <laughs> we should have asked. I love that. We should have asked. I Rob love that. I love but, that. But uh, yeah, that's great. Think uh, think of. Orson Welles in, you know, the old time radio days and, mm-hmm. you know, turning it into a modern day podcast. So it, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. We also discuss a new Christmas movie that's got some twists in it, it sounds like, as far as when uh, they actually went into production. So we get into a little more in depth about that. And that uh, that's pretty cool to hear the behind the scenes stuff on that. And I will preface this with we got behind on releasing interviews since we suddenly went to Nashville last fall so uh, this was conducted around uh, I think September October uh, maybe a little later than that I don't recall so we did get a little behind but I wanted to still go ahead and get this out even though we discuss his latest Christmas film so here's Rob Mays actor musician Rob Mays welcome to the music universe podcast how are you sir Thank you, guys. I am, uh, I'm good, man. I'm really good, uh, all things considered. <laughs> yeah, you just released the third part of your uh, quarantine series, uh, four-part series, Songs from the Sofa. What what prompted you to do this, and, and when did you get the idea? Well, you know, I mean, lockdown struck, and then, you know, here we are with with really no idea of when we were going to go back to, you know, real life. And it's, uh, man, it was a tough thing. I mean, it uprooted all of us, you know, in, in our routines. And, um, you know, so much of, of at least, you know, my, my confidence and my semblance of what's real and perspective, you know, comes from having a, a routine. And, and uh, that was just uh, obliterated. Um, with really no end in sight. And so I, you know, I picked up the guitar and, and, and started writing. And uh, that's typically what I do when, um, you know, when I'm feeling some sort of unease or something and that music's my, my therapy. And, and I started writing these songs and um, I figured, you know what? This stuff I think is, 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 is 
if the time is right to put them out now, like I, I had so many songs already in the queue and queued up, teed up uh, to, to release. And I mean, I even got through, I think April uh, already planned wow. out in terms of releases. I was like, man, you know, I, I don't want to like have to take something down in order to make space for, for, for new music. Um, why not just put out uh, what many would probably consider to be way too much music? Um <laughs> And that's, that's kind of what happened. I figured, you know what, I, I'm putting out a song every four to six weeks as it is. Why don't I just self-produce this, uh, you know, from my house and just deliberately make it raw and, uh, and scale down and, and then just, just, just put it out there kind of uh, dead smack in the middle of, of each one of the, the bigger releases that were already uh, scheduled. Right. Yeah, and uh, doing it acoustically like this, is, does this kind of bring these songs uh, like a different life than what you might have imagined had you gone in and cut them fully? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's, I think there's a greater, I don't know, a greater truth to them um, because mm -hmm. they are uh, more raw and, you know, the vocal isn't as, you know, finesque. Um, and, you know, there's no harmonies and, uh, you know, what, when, when I had this idea, I thought, well, you know what, man, like this, this could be, it, it makes sense to me because here we all are, we all are sitting alone in our respective homes, apartments, whatever, feeling alone and attached and feeling isolated. And so, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it kind of all, all, all worked to, to release something and produce something that reflected that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And you've been keeping busy besides music, too. You are part of a new fictional podcast uh, called Make It Up As We Go, which, you know, hey, release it as we go, make it up as we go. Uh, <laughs> how'd you get involved with that? Is that something that was pre or post pre-quarantine or is this superstar studded podcast? Is this uh, something that was bore out of this time or was this something you were working on before the pandemic? I know, and isn't that funny with a title like that, Make It Up As We Go, and then to have, like, you know, freaking everyone amazing, you know, on board with it. Um, it almost seems too too good to be true. Um, and, it, yeah, it's, uh, you know, a buddy of mine uh, hit me up and said, hey, you know, I think that, uh, you know, you should look into this thing. I think you'd be perfect for it. Um, and he connected me with, with, uh, with Scarlett, um, mm. who co-created it with uh, Jingle Jared. And... Um, yeah, we were just kind of off to the races. We, we sat down, we met, and read the first few scripts. And uh, it's incredibly well-written, because it's from uh, David Hudgens, who's the, uh, one of the writers of, of Friday Night Lights, you know, which uh, everyone knows and loves. Um, mm -hmm. So it's extremely well-written, and, and the cast just continued to, uh, to just evolve and, and round out in a way that, uh, you know, I, I for sure uh, never... Never saw it coming. I mean, you know, I, I had high hopes and expectations, but but uh, my God, I'd be working with Dennis Quaid and, and Billy Bob and you know, Miranda Lambert. Like it's, it's, Billy. Pretty, it's pretty cool. Billy's yeah. such a cool guy. Yeah, what's it been like for you as an actor in this new? I mean. It's almost like going back to acting on the radio, right? I've never spoken with anybody who's acted on a podcast. I know that's an emerging form, but what were some of the challenges, some of the cool things you've experienced doing this in this new form? But see, isn't that funny? A new form. Here we, it's like it just 
you know, we always hear history repeats itself. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. well, that's what we learned in school, but does it really? Well, kind of, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, right? Like 100 years from the last pandemic, here we are again. And now look at, you know, even with Uber and stuff, you're like, wow, what, what a novel idea where you can just kind of call a car and it shows up, you hop in, you go where you want to go. I'm like, well, that was called taxis, like, you know, just a few years ago. And then <laughs> just this, this kind of rebranding and recycling of things. Um, and we forget. Um, so that when it's recycled and rebranded to us, we're like, whoa, look at this new, shiny, crazy, cool thing. And in the case of this, yeah, man, I mean, it's like sitting in front of a, a, a radio, listening to a, you know, old, old school radio program. Um, and just because it's in the podcast, fear and people are like whoa what is this this is something new and it is um but what's so cool is that it also has this nostalgia vintage you know throwback quality to it because that's really what it is it's you know this is this is how stories were initially you know told right yeah it's kind of like the uh, orson wells of uh, podcasting right yeah yeah um and what's what's also cool about it too is you know, they've, they've kind of hybridized it in a way that this, um, cause the show, the show is meant to, to shed light on the writer room in, in Nashville, these writers rooms where you sit down and you write a song and, and kind of, um, to shed light on how a song comes, comes to be, um, mm-hmm. you know, with a whole bunch of drama, um, as well, <laughs> but with all of this really well-written drama and conflict, um, you hear and learn and, and have some insight into how a song comes to be. And then that song ends up getting released into the real, real world um, as, you know, by way of the show. So, you know, it's almost like, I don't know, like in Songland or something where, mm-hmm. you know, they or are Nashville. They, they, yeah. Or Nash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's so cool. Are you guys uh, like, recording everything remotely or are you guys actually in um in in like the same studio that's a really good question actually i don't know how they finish up the rest of it because we uh to go back to one of your early questions yeah we we shot most of this stuff like months and months and months and months and months ago um so all that stuff was yeah with us in a room and this was well before you know covid Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know how they finished all that stuff up to be honest with you. I think some of it was probably done remotely. And, um, you know, cause I know that the cast is kind of spread across the country. Um, but yeah, it was, it was nice that we at least got my stuff out of the way, uh, early on. Um, and we were able to be, you know, in the same room with, uh, with most of the creators and, and cast. What a thought these days to be able to be in the same room with people you're working with. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Feels like forever ago. Well, we go back to that. People are like, "Whoa, look at this new this new idea of being in the same room." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you watch these talk shows that are premiering now for the fall. They all have screens in their audience where the chairs used to be, and it's a virtual. I don't. I don't understand it. I wish. I can't wait till we go get back to normal. But that's another talk for another day. Man, I was watching Which... the Dodgers game last night. Man, was it just creepy just seeing those cardboard cutouts it is just so See, bonkers to be yeah that's like to early 2000 espn games right i think the nhl did it right they covered up with with scrims they covered up the seating so that they could project some gobos some uh lights on them 
and you could have projections, you could have animations. The NHL did it right. The other sports, they it's a cool way to get people involved, but you're right, those cardboard cutouts are very, very creepy. See, I think, I think we go one step further. Keep the, keep the fans and spectators out of there, and then we just yeah. have to change the rules for each respective sport where you're allowed to use the whole arena, you know? Like ah. a 15-pointer from, yeah. you know, the nosebleed section, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to ask, what came first for you growing up, music or acting? What, what came first? Both. Both? Really? Uh, at pretty much the same time, which – which is crazy. I mean, I literally would, man, I, I would grab my parents' camcorder, this big, big freaking camcorder thing, and lug it all over the neighborhood and the, the woods with my friends, and we'd build forts and then, you know, make, make these movies. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I was playing piano from the age of five and, uh, you know, setting up my, my guitar and my my amp you know and my my stoop of the house and just blasting really terrible distorted guitar to the neighborhood so i mean i've just been like <laughs> pretty much terrorizing everybody for uh yeah for as long as i can remember with uh with with <laughs> with, with both uh art forms no it's 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 great since you love both what what do you prefer more doing like the the songwriting and performing or getting a script reading it and then go acting it Man, it's like I love pizza and I love corned beef, and I I could not choose. I couldn't right. choose. Like it's just they feed me differently, you know. Um, both are probably making me fat, but uh, <laughs> there's uh, there's something different, you know. Like the thing with, with music, man, I'm able to like sit down, write a song myself, record mm-hmm. it on my couch, you know, and put it out there. Um, you know, or I sit in the room with people and, and we co-write a song and, uh, you know, becomes the, a bigger production. And, uh, but, you know, you have that control and, and it becomes this, this creative uh, process kind of, you know, I don't want to say by committee, but, you know, everyone contributing something and, um, you know, you can really take a song to, to greater heights than, than potentially if you wrote it yourself. Right. You know, with, mm-hmm. with movies and TV and, you know, it's just, it's different because you have so much less control. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can bring your idea to, to the role, to the project, but, you know, end of the day, um, you know, it's sometimes still a collaboration, but, but sometimes it really doesn't feel like a collaboration at all. Um, and, you know, sometimes you feel like, uh, like just, you know, you're hired to, to, to show up and do a job and, um, you know, not speaking ill of the media, I, I love it, but it's just, it's a different, it's a different kind of, right. um, I don't know. It's a little, it's a little different, but I mean, when, when you get like, you know, my, my Western, uh, soldier's revenge, you know, with freaking Val Kilmer, like to mm-hmm. be able to like that and to be able to run with a role and be entrusted with that, you know, from my director, like that's an amazing feeling. Um, right, where and it, you can bring yeah, that passion, and you're you're rewarded for it, you know. And it feeds each other because because you know you were in the cult horror of cult horror movies. John dies at the end, in tw- uh, and because of that movie, and because you played John, people know you, and they can find your music a little bit more easily. So it 
it, it, it all feeds each other. And then maybe somebody hears something like with this podcast you're doing. They know you like music. So you end up in a podcast, fictional podcast about about music because you're a songwriter and a, and a musician. So that's that it, it kind of they kind of feed each other. Right. I think so, for sure. And that's that's what's mm-hmm. exciting about, you know, existing now is that I think we're able to to, to cross hybridize, you know, all this stuff, um, you know, what they used to call a multi hyphenate, you know, now it's just like, well, that's just <laughs> that's what you have to be. It's not even like there's no distinction. It's like either, you know, either you're doing it or you're not like it's mm-hmm. um, and for me, that's exciting because, you know, I get a lot of interests and why not? Why not add more, do more, um, share more, connect more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Tell us about the new Christmas movie coming out uh, on Lifetime this year. This one's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Um, it's me and, 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 and Carly Hughes, uh, Grammy, Grammy winning actress. Uh, she's done a ton of, of, of Broadway and, and um, yeah, I mean, she's, she's unbelievable. Um, and, and, and Marie Osmond, my second time working with, uh, with Marie. Mm-hmm. And we shot up in uh, kind of the north, uh, north Utah, in the desert up there, um, which is beautiful and uh, incredibly hot. This time. <laughs> to be shooting a wow. Christmas movie with sweaters and scarves, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's you know, and, and, and the thing is, I think you know, with these movies, it's like this is like my fourth or fifth Christmas movie that I've done. You know, there's such a, you know, a formula to these movies. Uh, it's like, you know, we're not inventing anything by, by, by making these movies, but that's what people love because they know, they know what to expect and they know how it's going to make them feel. Um, and so, you know, what's exciting for me is like to go to get an opportunity to go do another one and then, you know, kind of put that fingerprint on each one and, and make it a little bit different. Um, you know, within the, the boundaries and the scope of what, what these movies are and, and, and should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever just sit back and laugh and go, what, what, what a career? Because somebody looked at the guy in the cult horror movie and went, you know what's next for him? Christmas. You know, and it's just, <laughs> and I, you know, that is such a combination. And I have to tell, and I have to say, my mother, my lovely, lovely mother, throughout the pandemic, whenever she'd get home from work, and on the weekends, the, the Lifetime, Hallmark, all those guys, all those channels, it was Christmas all the time, Christmas in July and beyond, to appease the people who were, you know, staying at home during the pandemic. So, uh, you're right about that mass appeal, but to go from, to genre hop like you do, what do you make of that? Um, well, you know what, I when I, when I first started... Well, not when I first started acting, but I guess when I first moved to New York City, um, you know, I would do I would do a project. I would do, um, yeah, like my first movie, uh, uh, Brooklyn to Manhattan, which was later renamed NYC Underground. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like this 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 thriller. You know, we're, we're running from the bad guys in the subway uh, underground of, of New York City. So when, you know, I finished that, I was like, okay, and they're done that. Like, let's, let's do something else now. Like maybe now it's going to be a comedy or now it's going to be a horror or now it's going to be a drama or now it's going to be, you know, a period piece or whatever. So like, I always thought it was so cool when, when I see my favorite actors doing 
different stuff and not always, you know, what might be their actual wheelhouse, um, you know, doing different stuff. And so I, I kind of, I don't know, as, 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 as much as anyone can, you know, plant that seed and try to manifest or foster um, that, that versatility um, in terms of genres, um, you know, from the, the time that I moved, moved to New York. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And, and I wanted to kind of uh, go back to the, the Christmas edition film that's coming out. Uh, I know a lot of times they start filming those in the summer. And I know you mentioned it was hot in Utah. Was this in the can before the pandemic hit? No, no. Um, whoa, just whoa. shot this. Yeah. We just shot this. Oh man. What was it? Two months ago. Um, oh, wow, wow. the days are kind of running together now, but, um, of course this was just a couple of months ago and that's, that's, you know, kind of all, all the, all the more reason why, uh, you know, I'm grateful for it. Um, yeah, I mean, here we are on set and, and, you know, getting tested, uh, every few days, like it was, um, speaking of nosebleeds, like, you know, I was like, my goodness, everyone's going to be, you know, bleeding all yeah. over the place with, with, with the brain tickling, uh, you know, shaft mm-hmm. they, they stick up there. But yeah, I mean, we, you know, we got through it. Everyone was safe and healthy um, and in good spirits. And, uh, you know, we took it really seriously, you know, um, everyone was masked up and hand washing stations and all, all kinds of, all kinds of protocols. Um, so, you know, and it was kind of a, a taste of, of what, what that's going to look like going forward. Um, you know, at least for the near, the near future. Mm-hmm. Is it a COVID themed movie? Is it a COVID era movie or is it evergreen in that respect? It is not. It is not. When you see this, you will, you will forget that, uh, it even, yeah, that we shot this in the, in the era of, of COVID. Um, that's amazing. I'm excited to see this, uh, see how that works out in, in, uh, in this. And how, how does it tie back to music? Cr- Christmas is my favorite musical season, <laughs> you know? And you're working with Marie Osmond, and, you know, she's a musical superstar. And I just love how your careers have really intertwined for you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, um, I've been very, very blessed. Very blessed and grateful. And, uh, you know, there's so, there's so much more to come um, and so much more I want to do. But uh, mm-hmm. it's, I, just, I feel like, you know, when you... When you kind of when you when you do things on your terms, um, and I mean that in a good way. When you when you listen to your gut, your mm-hmm. heart, you know, and you do what feels right, mm-hmm. and you know, I think that you you foster and embrace, you know, the the gifts that that, that you're given, um, you know, and and you know that coupled with a little bit of defiance, like you know, maybe the universe rewards you for that, you know, n- never to the point of disrespect, but like just defiance and that you you know what. No, I, I'm going to be right. confident. I'm going to I'm going to have hope and faith, and I'm going to I'm going to do this. Wow, you're doing it. To, to kind of wrap up here, because I know we're running out of time. You mentioned at the beginning of the interview that you've got releases through April. Is, is that an album? It's a good question. Um, I think um, I think the answer will probably be yes. Just just because there Ooh. is so much material. I mean, I literally was in Nashville a couple weeks ago. Nice. Laying uh, a dozen new songs, um, vocals, and 
you know, I don't know when, 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 when our conversation is going to go live, but and I got a song that comes out on Friday, which mm-hmm. is the, what the 20, 25th, I guess, uh, you know, and, and, and more song. Yeah. I got one with, uh, with Wood Newton coming out next month and, uh, more with Earl Bud Lee in the pipeline. And oh, cool. Jason Charles Miller and Terry Joe Box. Nice. And yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty exciting, you know. Is the one with Earl? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go there. Friends in Low Places Part Two. Friends in Low Places Part Two. Oh my goodness, what would that even look like? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, it's incredible to be writing with with such a, a legendary songwriter, you know, who's who's become you know a mentor and, and friend, and I mean, just just to say all that in in, in the same breath, you know, with his name is like. Just it blows my mind. Yeah. Well, Rob, this was amazing. We appreciate your time. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate appreciate the chat um, and the and the support. Really, from the bottom of my heart. Well, thank you. We appreciate your time. This was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Rob. Awesome, guys. Thanks. I love it. We get to talk to people who cross over, who go from movies to music and back again. And, oh, yeah. You know, it's inter- it's all entertainment and they all serve each other, especially now, especially now. Like he said, you can't just do one or the other. You have to have you have to be multifaceted, whether that's music or the ability to do something else in media if you're an actor. So right. especially now. And I don't just mean in COVID. I mean, in the modern era where the ability to put a studio in your house is at your fingertips. You know that yeah, we've done it. You have to be able to. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've both done it on separate coasts. So the, you have to be multifaceted. And, and Rob is is an example of that. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that Christmas movie and, uh, you know, possible album. Hey, Marie, if you're listening, you're free now. You're not doing the talk after all that big uh, <laughs> hoop to do about you joining hey, the talk. And we'd love now that to you're have not her. doing it. Uh, come talk with come us. On. Yeah, exactly, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so I I love when people are, um, you know, able to come on here and just give us everything. And I know a lot of that was film, you know, talk. But, uh, hey, you know, like you said, Mm -hmm. it all correlates with each other. It's great. And uh, Rob was super cool. Such a nice guy. And uh, glad he's joined us. And hopefully uh, if the album gets released, he'll want to come back. Well, for the Music Universe podcast, I'm Matt. And I'm Buddy. Thanks for listening and keep checking out themusicuniverse.com for the latest news and reviews. And be sure to follow us on social media as well as YouTube for weekend notes and notable releases. (laughs) 